Somebody once told me that Sean, Sonia, and Jeremy had started a movie podcast. We would normally choose films that have artistic endeavors, but instead this week we chose Shrek. Well, films start coming and they don't stop coming. Number one, number two, then the third came running. Forever after, then 4D. Two holiday movies and a Puss in Boots three. <laughs> So much to do, so much to see. Our brains will be mush after this week. It's okay if you want to go. You'll never forgive us for this show. Hey now, we're gonna watch Shrek. As many as we can take. Hey now, is it a train wreck? Put the show on, get big. And DreamWorks made some gold. Because Shrek broke the mold. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. Please beware of spoilers, otherwise you may find out that the gingerbread man survives his brutal milk boarding at the hands of Lord Farquaad. That's right, this week we're talking Shrek and all permutations of. Hey guys! Oh, Sean, Sean, Sean. That was, after, especially after our full start, that was absolutely stunning. Listeners don't know is that right before this, I played that and then sat in dead silence because I thought it was playing. <laughs> <laughs> and they just watched me sit for about 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, Sean, Sean, you've outdone um, yourself. I'm, I'm speechless. I, you, uh, I don't know what to say. Thank you. Truly, thank you. That was a cultural reset. Oh um, man! We sh- what we should be doing is editing uh, the spoiler alert logo with those two little green ears on our S. <laughs> Honestly, we we've could. got a lot of work to do. <laughs> we for could this just for this episode. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Oh, Sean. Um, all right, you guys. What is your relationship with Shrek? And uh, well, it's a lot stronger than a minute ago. I'll the Shrek verse. Honestly, I feel that it has perhaps become, I don't want to say trendy. I feel like that's overstating it. But I think i I think that it's become kind of a thing to mock the Shrekiverse. Yeah, because it is, I mean, and to be fair, there are many things about it that do deserve to be mocked. But as someone who was ten years old when it came out, it, I think, was formative to my brain and personality in some ways that I have to confront. And uh, (laughs) I love it. Honestly, there are too many movies, um, but I love it. That's where I'm at. Interesting. Jeremy. Uh, So um, I'm just, I I want to, I want to confirm some dates here before I move ahead. So uh, my brother was a humongous Austin Powers fan. Like, like, huge we've watched them since we don't know why this was the case neither of us honestly um you know like like things that we thought were so funny weren't so funny and all this kind of stuff um we were young maybe that's it maybe that's all that needs to be said Mm -hmm. but um shrek came out and uh i think my brother was really stoked to go and he got to go with his school like I like I care. They got to go to the movies to see Cute. Shrek. Anyway, um, he's kind of telling me about this, and like, like you really spoiled it ahead of time, and it was just kind of unbelievable, you know, like like the sort of like 
reflexity of the whole, th- you know, like, like all these different things. And then, um, um, I saw it. I don't remember when, but I was blown away. Like, I was like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it probably might have been, like, like later, like, on DVD or VHS. I don't even know where we are in DVD, VHS world. But I remember thinking, like, this is a really cool idea. Like, this, like, this is really clever. You've got a lot of people, like, who I am huge fans of. Eddie Murphy, John Lithgow, Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, like, all these people. And, um, you know, there were moments that absolutely destroyed me and mm-hmm. still do to this day. Like... The torture of the gingerbread man, which in retro in retrospect, like I watched with my child laughing, and like he is waterboarding this poor creature. You're a like, monster. Like, it's, it's, well, it's like, also it's like crazy. at that time, like we were fully committing these crimes. Yeah, like, right. In the Middle That's East, a good point, Sean. It's very weird that we were all just yes. like laughing. Um, and then uh, you know, the first one's got a really great twist, and I remember being wholly like. Uh, like, oh, oh, this is such a good movie for Shrek 1. Shrek 2's coming out. What year was that? Let me click my thing here. A few years later, I see this one in theaters. Um, and honestly, I like, at the time, I thought it was just as strong. Uh, you know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, the third one came out. I was kind of done high school. It, you know, it sort of fell, fell off. As a parent, I've been able to revisit them, obviously. <laughs> been able um, to, I feel, is yeah. <laughs> a euphemistic take on it. <laughs> but, um, More like you can't help it. Yeah. Uh, no, she's not. Shrek was a short sort of time. Like, mm. we just exhausted the catalog and moved on. Oh, there that's are things good. that stand out, like the, the waffle nightmare. Right. But, you um, Naturally. Yeah, which is such a good joke. Um, but... Uh, you know, a part of me is like, these are just sort of worn out and they're like exhausting the franchise. But the other part of me is, is like, no one's left yet. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, like, like everyone has shown up for every bit of this. And I wonder if they will see that things are not going well and just say, I think we're done. I don't know. Probably well, not. It it's making the, too much money. It's like the second most money making uh, animated series Besides Despicable yeah. Me, oh, which really? basic like these are just the green minions, minions right, as far yeah. as I can tell. Okay, well, well. Um, um, but yeah, I it... I saw. When did I see? I think no, I did. I loved the first one, obviously. But then I really, I I worked with this girl who oh, no. really made part of her personality a large part um, of quoting. Shrek and actually also um, Austin Powers. Like, I would work in a six hour shift with her. She would somehow find a way to be like, not the gumdrop buttons, or like, I love gold. <laughs> and it like soured me so hard to the point where I was, I felt hatred not only towards her, but also towards <laughs> Shrek. Yeah, everything she said. Everything she Sean, did. I, it's time for me to reveal something. That, what is it? That coworker was actually twelve-year-old me in a trench coat. <laughs> oh, you're so because short. honestly, that was my personality as well. At which, sad for her. Anyway, carry on. Mm. I I don't mean to deride any of you that get your your pleasures and your you know you open up a conversation with a with a, like with a Shrek quote. 
<laughs> you know, good for you. You got to get the ball rolling somehow. But... Right. Take it where you can get it. Yeah. yeah. Guys, Duloc du- is that perfect ten. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The first and, uh... one has is like jokes, jokes, jokes. Though very yeah. funny, <laughs> hilarious spin on the fairy tales. Uh, and then, as Jeremy said, the second one's like it was still pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then. Just the third and the fourth roll along. I watched both of those this week. And there's like the heart and the magic is like just not there. Just gone. Just gone. Yeah, I, uh, I, I really feel like the, the third one and just I I watched them. I watched them. And because we were watching them, I watched them more than I wanted to. But the third one is with Justin Timberlake. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then he the fourth is a one, horrible voicer. Oh, yes. really bad. Oh, yeah. And the fourth one is Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Okay. I, I have to draw. They, they nailed in my mind. Yeah, I don't same. Know I actually looked at the Wikipedia pages right before we recorded. Yeah. Because I was like, mm. Um, But the third one is a dip, especially compared to the, like seeing the first two, you know, one after the other. But um, the fourth one for me does kind of get interesting again. Yeah. You know, because there is a lot of loss and, you know, they reset the status quo and there's like a whole new world to explore with all these different choices that people have made. Um, but um, y'all know Shrek 5 is in the works. Is in it? the DreamWorks. Yeah, in the DreamWorks. It's uh. happening. Yeah. So um, I wonder, like, like, where do they? <laughs> where are they yeah, going to go? what's left? Like, Good is question. it straight up about the triplets now? Oh, Maybe. Please. Um, who are horrifying, by the way? I was going <laughs> to ask you: Are baby Shreks cute or gross? They're they're both actually. They're both. I think they're yeah, kind of cute, but they are they're disgusting. Equal, they're, they're equally um, as cute it, as Shrek. Whatever, whatever uh, number that is, I well, would, I would okay. equate those. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the third one, like the second one, you you meet a couple new characters that are very quirky and fun, and that become like part of the gang, like Puss in Boots. Um, the well, third then one, you have Jennifer Saunders to just and you carry get Jennifer Saunders, well. who uh, is defeated at the end of the second film, never to return, which, which is was a mistake. Like, I thought, yeah, she could have been able to pop back in or something. I don't know why mm-hmm. she she could come back in this alleged fifth installment. Yeah, I'm sure I she think... could be reincarnated somehow. But mm-hmm. the third one, the ma- the new character, the new fun character we meet is. 16-year-old Artie, who is lame? Like, that makes no sense. Well, and then I guess babies. I, yeah, I think they hadn't had a lame character yet. I think that that's what they... I, I honestly think... So, I, as a brief sort of... The first one is the Shrek we all know and love, where he rescues Fiona, and we find out she's cursed, and every night turns into an ogre, which we then find out is her true self or the self she prefers to be, whichever way you want to go with it, mm-hmm. um, so that she can then be with Shrek. Donkey commentates, a good time is had by all. But also a ton of tertiary, really fun characters, like the fairy tale people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's oh, where yeah. I think the real yeah. fun is. And I, I do think Pinocchio is a very strong through this whole situation, as he sort of jabs <laughs> and yells, at various times. <laughs> you know, I have adding, a glandular condition! <laughs> adding and taking away as he will. Um, in the second one, they then have to go too far, far away to meet Fiona's parents, which as a premise is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and we, we find out about Prince Charming, who was meant to rescue Fiona and his mom 
the fairy godmother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does, does she have a name? I don't. I think she's literally that's... just called the fairy godmother. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then and then there's that. The third one is uh, Shrek tries to find the heir to the throne because he doesn't want to do well, it. Well, the third one starts off with a bang when Fiona's dad dies on screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not great. No. It's pretty bad. Not it's pretty dark. They're, they're like it's you know it's a what else do we have left situation, and then in the fourth one they were out like, of we everything. We watched Fiona liter- mourn in real time. Yeah, true. <laughs> but we when did. all else fails, kill John Cleese. That's yeah, just it's the true. Rule. It's true. It was. It's dramatic. No mm. one would have expected it that early on. That's all. It, it's like Brian Cranston in the new Godzilla. No one knew that was going to happen, and then it happened. Wow! And spoilers, then, Jer. If you it's, kill John Cleese, then you gotta you gotta bring back bring in Eric Idle then. <laughs> That's true, actually. Just a quick a quick little swap. Yeah. Right. Anyway, and then in the fourth one, Shrek uh, makes a wish and a deal with Rumpelstiltskin, rather, which changes the whole timeline, and he has to fight to get it back. the The fifth one, presumably, here's my guess, mm. is that Shrek uh, finds a portal to the real world. And we get a Whoa. Roger Rabbit style oh, no. sh- Shrek in the real world. <laughs> is it Space is it the real style. world like that we know now, where people are obsessed with Shrek and he's become a meme? Uh, probably, yeah. Because that maybe, would be interesting. Uh, knowing Mike Myers, he'll probably try and get in on some of the political things happening, and like like a Green Lives Matter thing will begin. Oh and it'll god, just go too far. Yeah. Just yeah. the Shrek last runs, take we need. Shrek yeah, runs it, for president. And it'll be it'll be it'll be the final sort of kick to the face. Shrek needs to be the last installment, um, but uh, you know it's going to be rough. You guys. Uh, that being said, I do think most Americans would probably vote for a green ogre as their president in real well, life. We but have we're, literally we're, a green party. Nobody Chino. votes for them. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so circling back to what you did say, Sean, I do think the whole like fairy tale setting. It's such a strong piece of all mm. of this because it it was the thing that really brought me in, like like rounding up all the fairy tale creatures and like having them interact with one another and like riff off things that they would actually do. Really, it it, it really charmed me early on. You yeah, know? Like, like it's there, so funny, that is it's so very clever. funny comedy. And to just mm-hmm. like in the third one or fourth ones to just have like gingerbread man pop in for like a minute to slay a bunch of animal crackers, like it. You know, like, get these people in here. These are fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They're why we keep coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Although in that one, we do meet a bunch of the fairy tale princesses, all voiced mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. a variety of of comedians. The voice work, you guys, is kind of wild. There's a real mm-hmm. range, I would say. Yeah. Because, like... So- the amount of celebrities that have a small role in the last... I'm honestly, maybe this is the demise of it, but the third or fourth one have like John Hamm, Amy Sedaris, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, like everyone just... Um, Regis Philbin plays an ugly stepsister. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of insane. Uh, and a, a lot of these people don't like... Like Eddie, Eddie Murphy as Donkey is doing a character. Yeah. Right? Like we can tell it's him. But like like it's it that's not how he is a hundred percent of his normal life. But a lot of these people coming in are just like 
oh, can you just read this list of words and we'll edit it together after for mm. you. You know, like like just just be yourself and read this piece of paper and we'll we'll make it fun. You know, like it just like did they record this in a public park? Yeah, like phone? when you get a like, real voice actor like the per- like people doing like the Pinocchio, then it's very funny. But yeah, if you just have Regis Philbin reading a reading a script, it's not funny. That brings but me I to like... oh, sorry. I was just gonna say of the voice talents, who slays and who sucks. Mm. That were that's the portion I was going for. But you were probably leading into that anyway. Sort of. I was gonna. Well, I was just gonna say. I feel like that's really a direction that a lot of animated features have gone in. Like, I mean, Zendaya as Michi is a key example. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or even like the Trolls movies, like how it's just celebrities all the way down, um, which is really interesting. But okay, voice actors. Um, Honestly, okay. I was thinking about this. I rewatched the first one this week because I actually watched all the Shrek movies. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, just because I don't know just why. To, just to get it. <laughs> it just well, kind just, of happened. Just say it was for the show. It's it was for the show. It was for the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. but so I rewatched the first one this week. Um, and I, it really brought back for me how much as a child I quoted Eddie Murphy from these films. <laughs> and in hindsight, I'm like, well, that's actually quite inappropriate because I was definitely doing like a black scent to do that. Um, uh. but. It's just so iconic. Like, some of those line deliveries, I just, it's it's impossible to imagine anyone else in that role. And I truly, hear you he makes you love donkeys right so much. I, I was in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Eddie Murphy obviously is up there. Um, was this the best and the worst? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we can all agree. Drag her, drag her. Cameron Diaz, what are you doing? What are What you is doing? this performance? It's nothing. It's literally vanilla yogurt. <laughs> so there's that. I, I do think, I think it started okay. Mm. I do, I don't know. Now that, like, I can, like, hear the problems with what Cameron did, like, and I don't know, like, because when Shrek turns into a human in the second one, which is something that happens, like, there's no voice change, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. no alteration. So, I mean, uh, I was reading a bunch of stuff about, like, why didn't Cameron Diaz change her voice when she was the ogre? Like, mm-hmm. that was, like, the big critique. And I don't know if I really bought... I did you guys run across that at all? I don't think no. that was the problem. No. But no. Um, I, I, I do feel like maybe she's just being outshone. Yeah. By the other two, you know, and yeah. that character, yeah. Have you guys ever seen So I Married an Ex-Murderer? Have we talked yeah. about that on the show? Yeah, because it's the same character as the dad in that movie, mm. right? Like, it's the same voice. It's, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. the, yeah. So, I mean, it's, but uh, it's now not just a side piece, it's the whole time. And Donkey is the side piece, which is like, not even, he's so front and center, I don't know how you would... So any sort of normal anything, even Farquaad's insane, right? Like, yeah, he, like John Lithgow went to 10 with that whole thing. Um, so I think maybe any sort of subtlety, now that I kind of think about it, is just like not going to work. Because this it, week I also watched Shrek the Musical, which is on Netflix, which is very good. And Sutton Foster plays Fiona. And granted, she is a genius, but she plays this character... In a way, because she plays her, like, very obsessed with, like, 
how the story's going and like she just gives her so much character and makes her a real comic person whereas Cameron Diaz literally just doesn't give her anything Mm. and yeah it really stuck out to me where I was like oh Princess Fiona is a very fun addition to this cast in this in this uh setup yeah Uh, oh you go first are you sure okay yeah (laughs) yeah definitely I'm definitely Um, sure I I honestly think some of that does have to do with writing because I think Fiona in Shrek the Musical is written in a lot more multidimensional way where she is, she's kind of manic and kind of like obsessive and like obviously also being locked in a tower for like 20 years or whatever would make you weird. It's like made her lose her mind. Yeah, yeah, so I like that the Fiona from Shrek the Musical is kind of weird. But then I, like to Cameron's credit, it's true that Fiona in the movies is kind of nothing until the fourth one which we can talk about later but Mm -hmm. um you know like there's not a lot to her so i guess i kind of get that but yeah i feel like there's there's more she could have done Mm -hmm. um okay so in a a long series of spoiler alert things that we do all the time that musical was hot garbage and i don't know how either of you like that (laughs) jeremy that's a ridiculous thing to say it was so good you were gonna feel that way you guys, I this is not an exaggeration. I'm going to tell you something. This is 100% true from start to finish, okay? Oh I watched it for five minutes with my child. It made her cry. She asked if we could watch Muppet Babies. We fist bumped, and then we switched the show. Okay, now. Well, I, I will say that the Shrek makeup on a real person is yes, alarming. True. Yes, that's, that's true. fair. That's true. <laughs> um, I did try to keep watching it. I don't know how much of this I watched, you guys. I... I don't know why I really didn't like all the extra stuff that they put in. And like a lot of the performance is good and Sutton Foster is definitely better. There's no, like they, the choices they made were clear and like she had moments. Uh, I really liked the part with like where she was like aging up. Yeah. The, yeah. That's one of the best. It, yeah. They, they have, yeah. They have three actresses playing Fiona at different points of waiting. And like, it really, cause it's not super clear how long she's been there in the movie. Like it, it's a long time, but we're not sure. Yeah. Whereas like you see this person age, you know, like it's, it gets much. And there's, don't they say it's like eight. 8 yeah. At one point she's something. like day number 8,063. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, yeah. um, but uh, a, a lot of the stuff that they added, like even off the hop with like Shrek's parents, I was just not, into that at all i don't know why i like it's a it's a jeremy thing clearly because i was immediately like i don't need to know this yeah i agree it was it was an attempt to i feel like when because everyone's like where are the other ogres and mm -hmm. i feel like maybe it was a way for that because we do also meet ogres in number four right Uh, but yeah you're right there's no other ogres that Mm -hmm. that part is actually taken from the original book the 1990 yeah. book Shrek, which is what the movies are based on, and then the musical is based on the movies and the book. Yeah. Um, but in the book, it, it I was reading about this today, it shows his parents, like, kicking him out. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's one of the things that I find really interesting about the musical is that it adds a, lo- a layer of emotion that I don't think is there in the movies just because it's, it's trying to do a different thing. Mm-hmm. But to me, honestly, that idea of, like, why Shrek has closed himself off from the world and is the way he is, is really compelling and interesting. And also, I just think it's such a twisted, like, 
it's it's such an interesting like twisted thing to show them like sending him off at seven years old. But also they the do, musical do does that too. with like with Lord Lord Farquaad and Fiona and Shrek. Yeah. They all are like mm-hmm. our parents didn't like us and kicked us out. Um, yeah. And apparently it turns you all in different ways. Well, yeah, uh, the whole thing is sort of like accepting who you truly are and like what's happened to you, which I think is really interesting. But yeah. I, I, I think my, well, my main confusion, because immediately, my immediate reaction from the musical was that I thought that they made a musical based on the book, not mm. the movie. And so, you know, like I'm seeing a bunch of things that are from the movie for verbatim with songs in between them. Right? Like, like, you know, like, it just, I don't know. I thought it was a weird move. Fair enough. Like, it's it, weird. I, it's definitely weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, But it, also, you know. d- Kate, did you like the music at all? Yeah, no, I thought it was okay. I wasn't, I can't remember Shrek's real name, um, but I wasn't super into his mm. thing. Um, did like, you love like, John Tartaglia as Pinocchio? Because yeah, uh, that, I, I did. Was, I, that was a performance that I could get behind. <laughs> me, me as well. I don't know. I like. Yeah, I. I remember. Like, I I had to skip to the end to see how they did the Fiona reveal like immediately, and then I went back, and I was well, it wasn't lackluster, but it was still. I just wanted to know if it was still Sutton Foster playing both parts because mm. it's easier. to Yeah, and actually on individual. this on the version we watched, it looked like they just cut. And just gave her a bunch of makeup and then just started filming again. So I'm not, it, it, we're not really it sure also how looked like on stage they have a mechanism to get everything on. Because like she, Fiona has her back as Pinocchio is talking for however long. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just. Well, I let's let our listeners to... uh, <laughs> think about this over the break. <laughs> uh, only real boys can listen to the rest of the show. Uh, we'll be ta- back talking more Shrek after the break. You're listening to 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Welcome back to 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. We'll be back talking Shrek in just a minute, but first we'll play a little game lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. <laughs> okay, this is, it's official. We need to, we need a, we need a, a, a spoiler alert mixtape. And it's all the things you guys have put together, because they are all pretty stellar. Okay. Um, for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend, it's probably like five minutes this week, looking for a, to- a title related to our topic that these two have hopefully, fingers crossed, not seen or heard about. I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about, I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a good time. Are you guys ready to play the game? I'm ready. This week's title is Thriller Night. That title again, Thriller Night. Thriller Night. Mm. Thriller Night. Sonia, do you want to take this first? Sure, I can. Um, Okay, I think Thriller Night is sort of in the vein of like almost scary movie, but in the same way that Shrek is like, you know, sort of a twisted telling of fairy tale creatures. I think Thriller Night is like a twisted world of like horror movie characters or mm. like, you know, also maybe some action movies. Um, thrillers, whatever qualifies as a thriller. Um, yeah. And it's full of jokes and there are lots of famous voice actors. Oh, it's animated also. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. That sounds great. Yeah. Sean. 
I believe that this is um, actually a theme park uh, ride. Uh, And you like you get in uh, and it's a roller coaster. But then, yeah, you're passing through like the swamp and the Shrek like yells at you. And then you like go to Duloc and the they do the little dance. And so it's it's very fun. It takes you all throughout the kingdom. Sounds it fun. It costs mm. a lot of money. So you, you think it's a literal like attraction that someone would go to at the DreamWorks Park. At the DreamWorks Park, yes. <laughs> yeah. At the at the DreamWorks works. Yeah. At the DreamWorks um, shop. What mm-hmm. does is DreamWorks Disney? Is this a stupid question? Uh, I don't think I don't think it is. is it's it? not a stupid question. It is not Disney. Yeah, no. It's at this. Point, I just it's assume that tell. Disney owns everything, even the chair I'm sitting on. So I, it's, uh, I didn't. You're know. not wrong. But to clarify, it is DreamWorks works, but one of the works is spelled with an e. Um. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> DreamWorks <laughs> yeah. work the world. Uh, James works work. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, both of you are. Uh, well, I think you're both going to be kicking yourselves because this was a fairly obvious one, but whatever. Thriller <laughs> Night is a six-minute short film parody of Michael Jackson's mm-hmm. music video Thriller. Um, deceased characters such as Lord Farquaad, Mongo, Rumpelstiltskin, Fifi, Fairy Godmother, Prince Charming, and King Harold in his frog form appear as zombies, and, uh, um, the Pied Piper sort of controls Shrek and he freaks out. Um, it's a... It's, All those it's people a, are dead? Yeah. <laughs> Prince Charming's dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did he die? Yeah, bro, what is, Doesn't what he get, think? like, knocked into the moat or something? Yeah, that's what I think. Wow. I thought he was dead. Yeah. yeah. Who's, um, who's Mongo? Mongo's the giant, the giant gingerbread cookie. man. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Mongo smash. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Because <laughs> that's, because in Shrek, you name that character. Um, the game is, of course, <laughs> brought to you by the biggest theater in town, standing tall at over 310,000 gingerbread men, the Kramer IMAX theater <laughs> at the Saskatchewan Science Center is... I mean, as far as I'm concerned right now, it's the place to be. And mm-hmm. any movie that comes out there, I am going to go to. Because COVID-wise, I think that they are doing it the right way. And I like a bag over my bag of popcorn, you guys. It makes me feel safe. It's a very specific thing that you love. It makes but... it feel like it was prepared with care. And uh, I, th- I think it's a, a Aren't good Aren't you place afraid that when you open it, there's like a spring inside that flies out? Well, now I am, Some Sean. Snakes. Thank you. Oh, I'll shake it for snakes next time. Maybe I'll open it upside down. Smart. Anyway, all right. Thank you guys for playing the game. Maybe you'll get some points. I think you guys are almost cresting on two points, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, we're creeping up there. We're getting mm-hmm. there. It's our exciting career high. times. <laughs> At the, on um, our last show, there'll be a winner of the game. That's what we'll do. Aw. Oh, God. <laughs> that made Don't me sad to that. think about. Well, maybe we'll be all old and stuff, and it'll be earned. <laughs> oh, that might be fun. <laughs> With we'll actually be a, points. We'll be a VR podcast at that point. <laughs> Movies won't even exist anymore. <laughs> True. True. Um, okay, let's talk some music choices. Mm, yeah. um, can you guys forgive the series for reincarnating Smash Mouth? Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> know that. Did Smash Mouth ever die? You know, did it? I guess yeah, maybe you're right. Wasn't two thousand one kind of the peak of their influence? Yeah, because I I can think of like Rat Race was pretty. Yeah, when was Rat Race? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I think it was similar. I think it was like two thousand one or two. Yeah, there was another one that was also really big with the Smash Mouth. Uh, well, Mystery then, can Man? you for can you forgive Shrek for uh, being one of 
Smash Mouth's wooden legs that they've set, that that's, they've that, that's been fair. propped up on. Um, I think so. You know, I honestly, the way I, the way I feel, is that if it, if it, if they had done it and it didn't work, it wouldn't have worked, and it works. <laughs> yeah, I agree works. with you. Like, like, there's nothing more fitting than a big Smash Mouth hit right at the end of these movies. You know, like it just, it just makes sense for some reason. Uh, just, when they an, did it, it was also an ex- ex- Inspector Gadget. Oh, oh God! Oh. When <laughs> so. they, when they perform the "I'm a Believer" cover at the end of Shrek the Musical, I almost turned it off. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Um, anyway I just like I really noticed the third and fourth where they just like hammered you with like this is an emotional part and just like clumped in like a like a hallelujah or whatever Mm -hmm. but that one not not as that one actually I felt like I didn't notice as much but these last two I was just like who's making these music choices and why is it so just overt yeah, I think you're right. They do go very big with it, especially in the first one, mm. um, where it maybe works the best. I don't know. The um, I Need a Hero mm. portion mm-hmm. of the second one is probably one of the best. Like, they should just swap out that music video for that scene from Shrek. Like, it's better. Like, it's there's no doubt about it. And it hits so hard. And uh, I think a few months ago on Reddit, there was a big post about it where some guy had seen it for the first time and he's like, Shrek 2 ending is the best thing I've ever seen in my life and people just agreeing with him. Um, but, you guys, uh, literally, sometimes I watch that when I'm sad. Just wow. that just okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Really outing myself on the radio here. But it's got, like, it, it, it just has all these interesting pieces and it's so tragic at the end because Mongo, you know, falls and but the hero goes, like, it's just... It it's works iconic. out so well, and I don't know why it... And that's, you know, butting heads with the moment when all the princesses uh, fight with all the animals to Led Zeppelin, which is one now of the that, most confusing uh, things yeah, that I've so ever... I, all, my eyes rolled to the back of my head when all of a sudden Snow White did that, like, ah! <laughs> like, it was just, yeah. so, I was like, please don't. Or also when, um, when the Frog King dies at his funeral... The just live and let die blasting. Oh, yeah. Why? Why? No one can tell you. He's a big Paul McCartney fan. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I'm not sure. I I don't know why it works, but man, man, it does. But also, can we all agree that Accidentally in Love is one of the best and most romantic songs to ever exist? (laughs) The best song by Counting Crows or one of the best songs ever to exist? (laughs) Total. Oh, okay. <laughs> Total songs. <laughs> Although, honestly, Counting Crows had some bops, so... <laughs> they had some mm, bop bops. <laughs> oh. uh, was it written for Shrek? <laughs> I don't think so. Was okay. it? Okay, I'll Google it here. Yeah, can you Google it? I doubt it. I can't imagine approaching a band and being like, can you write us a song about... And before, and before animated you finish that... Ogres? Before you finish that, he says, ba 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 I got you. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm re- I like I'm how reading. Jeremy made a stop so that he could <laughs> silently read. <laughs> we have to watch That's him. That's good radio. It's it's a. Uh, I mean, it builds the tension for when the, what you, the payoff you guys, is. What you guys? What? Accidentally in love uh-huh. was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Original Song. 
Honestly, the wow. Academy Awards for Best Original Songs usually suck. No offense. <laughs> no offense, Academies. No offense, Diane Warren. <laughs> no offense, Diane Warren. Well, she's not like she's ever won one. <laughs> she's nominated every dang year, but she, she doesn't know. She doesn't know the feeling of winning one. But the fact that she's not even good enough for that. <laughs> that's, harsh. that's harsh, Academy. I think we've all agreed that the you know, the Academy standards. We at the start of our show they were here and in real life and in our minds. They're 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 low to the bottom of Jeremy's zoom screen at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. Uh yeah, that's mind blowing to me. And uh it was actually made for that and it did quite well on the charts, released as a single with uh Miami on the B side. Um, well, Sonia is a member of the Academy and that's <laughs> she really fought to get it on there. I did. Um while we're on the topic of music, um, I did just want to just take us back to Shrek the Musical for a brief moment because it, I mean, it does take up an irrational amount of space in my head. But I mm-hmm. would just really like to know Jeremy specifically, although Sean, happy to hear you weigh in as well, mm-hmm. um, how you felt about the one musical number that does just become a burping and farting contest between Shrek and Fiona. Yes. I would like to know. Did you, did you see yeah. that, Jeremy? I did, you know. I like I I kind of wasn't into the whole thing. <laughs> I like 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 in general. Uh-huh. And I I I don't know. Some for no some, st- for a for a musical that's 2 hours long, I felt that they kind of rushed the relationship part, which mm-hmm. I think is a little crazy cuz they really did iron it out in like three three songs, I think. They went from Yeah. You know, which uh, it happens in the film. Like I'm not I'm not it's it's more of a story thing. I mean, I don't think it was bad. I don't know. They're, it was a low point for me, honestly. To yeah. see, like, acclaimed Tony winner Sutton Foster <laughs> burping and farting her way through a song, I really was like, what am I doing? I don't know <laughs> if it's a flaw in me. I just love it. It makes me laugh every time. I worked okay. at a theater and that's that your produced truth. that show, um, and so I saw it probably, at, I don't know, at least half a dozen times when it was being... Uh, when it was in production there. And every time I would have to like hold in my laughter. Like if I was watching a rehearsal, I would have to like hold it together. So yeah, I don't know. I guess you. I'll talk to my therapist about that. <laughs> <laughs> just burp at your therapist about that. But I do think the, the, as we, well, as you guys have said, the Shrekiverse, if you will, I do think that six random people can get together and watch all of these things and there is something for each person to take yeah, true. back. Like I, I do think like you know it's it's I think it's a really skillful sort of kids show thing as a person who's become a parent and has had to watch a lot of these things. But when you can appeal to someone as young as three and someone as old as thirty at the same time, like if if you can generate that, and I think that they've really done that, which is a, a pretty big nod actually. And while that does fall off in the, the later, the latter Shreks for me, it's still there. Like there's still jokes that make yeah. me laugh, you know, um, um, literally the fourth Shrek. I, I obviously didn't love it, but the big horrible goose that was Rumpelstiltskin's oh, yeah. like goose. It yeah. was so, I was so funny. It's so disturbing. Mm-hmm. And then also the little kid that keeps being like, do there are, like you know that like yeah. little chubby like rude kid <laughs> i was laughing so hard at him that's funny there are some good parts of it what do you think of puss in boots 
torn on Puss in Boots, honestly. I agree. I think when he first arrived on the scene, I was quite charmed by him, as I think many of us were. And yeah, perhaps it was, a big it was just deal. those big those big kitty eyes of his. Um, there's some really funny moments, like hairballs and stuff. I don't know, but it feels like a crutch, honestly. Does he deserve Ooh. two spinoff films? No, like that's the thing, right? Uh, and I I do think like because um, his full on movie is pretty strong. But a bit dark, mm, like it's it's not it. it's it's not fun. It it really isn't. Oh, it's it's yeah. It's it's a lot more serious, and there's a lot of there's quite a bit of loss actually. Um, oh my god! But, yeah, no, it's 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 really a different and like you know you've got Antonio and he's delivering like smoldering or action like that's we've yeah. all seen Desperado. We know what he can deliver, um, and we've all so, seen Philadelphia. <laughs> true <laughs> that's true that is true um but uh yeah it just it feels so strange to have that against the very reflexive and funny shrek of of verse Sh- shrek mm-hmm. shrek Sh- i don't know i, got, I can't do it <laughs> <laughs> okay well it's coming to the end um uh, but i would just like to ask you what is your favorite sh- shtick of these films? What is your favorite, like, sort of moment? I can start you off. I really, en- I think I really enjoy the Duloc dancers. Mm-hmm. They're like with their little theme song. That is uh, a comedy moment that I very much enjoy. Very Disney World, dark Disney World. <laughs> Um, I immensely enjoy everything with Lord Farquaad, especially relating to his height and the way it's sort of the unspoken thing about him. You know, like like no one ever addresses it. it. You just give him whatever aid he needs to make him appear not short and move on. And uh, also, I do think my favorite character is the gingerbread man. Like, it's, yeah. it's so crazy. And uh, in one of the shorts, the Halloween shorts... Um, he gets the baker to make him a wife, and uh, this like really insane. I don't know if you guys have seen it. This insane things happen, and um, they produce like hundreds of wives, and you have to lay us like fight them all off. It's great. It's good. It's. Uh, it's I'm interested it's in seeing that. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty fun. It's ridiculous, but I, I don't know. I'm having trouble picking one. Yeah, you're like, a fan. I'm, <laughs> I'm a fan, but also I'm just like I don't know what's my favorite moment. He hoofed and he poofed and he signed an eviction notice. <laughs> Still gets me every time. That's a good one. Yeah. The, the toast just make those little piggies German. Yeah, I really appreciate that they kept them in the musical as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Small role. Um, impactful. But impactful. Mm-hmm. Big hooves. Big hooves. Uh, yeah. It behooves you to include them. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Well, let's Leave the Shrekiverse behind, thankfully, and tell the fifth one. <laughs> um, what have you guys been watching this week? Um, I I don't know if I've discussed this affliction, of which I have many uh, on the show before. Um, but as you guys are aware, because we have discussed it, um, there was a new Dune trailer that was released. Oh, yes. Um, and whenever something triggers something in me, I have to then... Rewatch Dune 
uh, because I like I just can't. It's like an itch that I have to scratch, or else I'll go insane. Um, but for me, that is the the Dune two thousand miniseries, which is five hours long, um, starring William Hurt and uh, there's a few other prominent actors in it. They do a pretty good job. It was made by Sci-Fi, made for TV. Um, but uh, I rewatched it again, sort of as the is Doom is it coming out next year or is it this year? Twenty twenty three. Oh, oh really? my okay. god! Is that crazy? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll, I'll I'll give it a quick Google here. Um, but uh, I I rewatched it and uh, it's Dune twenty twenty. Oh, so it's because like once you release a yeah a December, trailer yeah. like you got to be ready. For you're it to you're come locked out. in. Um. Anyway, uh, I've I've I have read Dune and I have, there's a really great audiobook of it where they sort of add in sound effects and there's multiple Ooh. people doing voices and stuff, um, and. Uh, I, I'm really interested to see how this kind of goes ahead because if you've if you've read it, he doesn't really describe things. He just sort of says, "Here's this thing, and here's what it does," and then moves along. And each visual iteration has had to like represent that. So I'm really interested to see what they do with the upcoming one. Um, but uh, if you need a Dune fix, Dune 2000 is for whatever reason, available for free on YouTube. Hmm. And you can just watch the whole thing in two chunks. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I don't even know if it's good anymore. I think I'm just an addict. You know, like, I don't even... (laughs) I understand. Yeah. Yeah, we all watched Timotei being very smoldery (laughs) and angry in that that trailer. I still don't really know what Dune's about. Oh, man. It's a good one. That's good. All right. Sonia? Yeah. Well, I forgot about a thing that I like that I'm embarrassed about, which is the reality show Big Brother. Oh, Um, I think I've talked before on the show about how, you know, some old roommates got me into it and then it just kind of became a thing that I would watch every summer because it just, you know, you can turn your brain off, but also it's kind of interesting to like analyze people's behavior I, I don't know it sucks me in and so I totally forgot that they actually were making Big Brother this summer um they did like a a COVID version where they like basically put them all in isolation for two weeks and then just stuck them in the house because I was gonna say they don't how, have how's any, that any different from, yeah, from they don't have any outside contact um yeah. and it's all stars so it's like all people who've won or like done really well in previous seasons which I think makes it extra interesting because they all think that they are so amazing at the game so then they keep making all these really stupid mistakes because they sort of just like see themselves as experts so honestly I've so I've just been kind of like watching through it I'm way behind but um yeah that's uh that's what I've been watching when my brain's tired from school and I just want to put on some garbage to put in my eyeballs. It's great when you want a thousand of something. Like, exactly, exactly. Like that Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, something that I, I've also kind of been watching something very similar this week. Uh, it's called Love Island. It also has like a million episodes. Each episode, you could like, it's just a constant inane chatter about like, Everyone's saying, like, let's be open and honest. I'm being open and honest with you. You're being open and honest with me. Everyone's very hot. Everyone is willing to, like, 
ditch their partner at the, a moment's notice. And <laughs> it's just like, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, and also like seeing how self-conscious or like that hot people are, like everyone is freaked out constantly that someone's going to leave them. And it, it's kind of dark. Um, but anyway, it is. obviously I can't stop watching. Um, but another thing I watched this week was the trailer for WandaVision, um, which is based off of... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like a Marvel series, or yeah, Marvel characters into a TV series. Um, and it's about Vision, who is dead now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wanda Maximoff living sort of an idyllic life, but then you see that there's little cracks and... It's a very confusing trailer, but it leads me to believe that Wanda, like, used her powers to create this, like, idyllic life for them. But it's, like, you know, obviously showing cracks. And it looks very interesting, but I don't know. I can't get a grasp on it. Uh, I think, from what I know, the premise is a bit different than that. But um, uh, it does look really cool. And I really like this idea of, like, like I think we should just ditch the movie thing and just do, like, 30 to an hour shorts with the super famous people who did the movies. Like, that's what I... I think Disney should just go headlong into like that. Like, kind of Mandalorian I, style, almost? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Mandalorian is super working for me. And, like, I hate watching TV shows week to week, but I will watch that week to week because... Baby Yoda got spoiled for this guy, and mm-hmm. he'll never look back. Well, so, also, it was announced this week that Toast of the Town, Tatiana Maslany, got ca- cast oh, as yeah. She-Hulk in a, also another oh, Marvel right. series. Big news for us. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. that's really huge for us. Yeah. The town is really... <laughs> it is! <laughs> Regina loves to claim things as our own, and she is definitely our own. We've renamed... Not that she's uh, We've renamed every building downtown, the Tatiana uh, the Memorial Building. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> She's not dead, though. I know, but she we can't wait. Someday. We cannot yeah. wait. And, and they're not remaking that sign, Sonia. You get one You get one remake, okay? And that's that's it. So <laughs> anyway, there's a... Uh, we don't wish you ill. <laughs> don't listen to them. <laughs> she does listen every week. Yeah, she's a listener. <laughs> um, you guys... Oh huh. well, just I'm I'm on I'm I'm reading the Dune thing, and it says, well, "How do you say her name?" Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was only. It says uh, she's playing Cheney, and it says this is a small role that only required four days of filming. Huh. What What does that even mean? Oh, I would I say that she's barely in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what 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 webs do you weave, new Dune? God. I don't know anything right. about Dune, so. It'll be It'll be part one. There's mm-hmm. no. I'm sure of it. But. You are speaking in riddles to us. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're speaking another language. Those those who know will know. Okay. Well, uh, you guys try to interpret what Jeremy is saying. <laughs> uh, we'd like to thank Saskatoon's the Garys for letting us use their theme song Manituna. Uh, thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show's broadcast Wednesdays at six, Thursdays at noon, and is available as a podcast on the CJTR website, website, Spotify, and Apple Play. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow, and have a great night. Bye! Bye! See you.